This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Sam, let's catch up. Let's catch up, Taylor. It's been way too long, and so much has happened so much has since happened. the last time we spoke. This, by the way, is Let's Catch Up, an NFL podcast. With Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, presented by Untuck It. Pretty excited about that, by the way. We will get into that. I look. I dressed up for you tonight again, and uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, I dressed up for you. I did not dress up. For I don't you. know exactly what you're doing. Usually, we have a bit of social media kind of fun, hanging out a little behind the scenes of the pod. Uh, tonight, you decided that you were just going to eat snacks, uh, <laughs> come over, uh, eat a churro, and then let's Sam, get going. My stomach hurts so, so bad. I, I understand. I way over ate. I also, by the way, had a delicious hamburger earlier tonight. But you know what I was tonight. doing is I was celebrating a massive victory. I know you were. From Sunday. That's true. I wanted to give a little shout out to Colin's Herd Burger, by the way. It was delicious. Hmm. I did eat that. I need I to try that. Tonight. You do need to try Thanks for Colin Cowherd's Herd Burger. I should have, I absolutely should have stuffed one away and brought it for you. I brought mm-hmm. the churros, by the way, are from the same spot at Herd Burger, and they're delicious. So, well, I am going to come visit you at Fox tomorrow. So maybe that I can is ask also Colin if he can go very, very exciting, burger. and we'll have more on that. But I know that the real reason that we have sweets and that you were eating all day is because of what happened on Sunday. And we're supposed to jump right in, Taylor. As you know, your new rule is we start yay or nay with first. yay or nay, right? Okay, so let's do it. Let's so, do it. So do it. Okay, so that's it. it. That's it. Okay, we're going to start I, with I, yay or nay. I think I have to tee you up on this first one. I'm sorry. Okay, it's just. I mean, I, I'm sorry. This is just the way the show has to start this week. Okay. Taylor, it's real simple. The Ravens are the best team in football. Yay, Yay. or nay? Yay. And I have truly been so apprehensive all year, not wanting to give them too much credit. And especially when they lost to the Browns, they were an inconsistent team at first. But something has clicked on this defense. This is the defense that we all expected them to have coming in this year. The addition of Marcus Peters, wow, getting Jimmy Smith back. Something has definitely changed and it's made a huge difference for this entire team. The Ravens look like the team to beat in the in football. I don't know a team that can beat them. We're definitely going to discuss this later. Yay, the Ravens are the best team in football right now. You know, I mean, I want to follow up only to say I, I think I agree with you right now. I mean, I, I want to say that if, if we were putting money on it, that we could still say the Patriots because of that time of year in January. And if I don't a like the Patriots them, receivers. They don't have any. Tom Brady doesn't offense, have any weapons. You, you saw how disappointed Tom Brady was after the win against the Eagles, only scoring 17 points. And in fact, he didn't even throw the touchdown pass, but Edelman did. And again, we've seen the Ravens on the same field as the Patriots. That wasn't close. What's ridiculous about the Ravens is who they beat. Nobody has this kind of resume in the league where you can say, we beat the Seahawks handily we beat the patriots handily 
We beat the Ravens, and it was never a game. I tweeted at you, that was such a disaster of a game for the Texans that the broadcast moved off of Ravens-Texans to give you a closer contest between Denver and Minnesota. That's how bad it was. That was a matchup of two wannabe MVPs. Now we know there's really one of them. And two teams that are going to be vying for home field in the AFC. And it looks like now there's only one of those. The dismantling of the Texans, as you mentioned, was not so impressive because of the 41, but probably because of the seven on the yeah. other end. What they right, did the defense. Houston. And it's like there was an issue on defense for the first, especially the first four weeks of the season. We're thinking all you hear is that there's a big communication problem on defense. There's something that's just not, there's no sort of, there's just no sort There was no cohesion on yes. defense, I thought, right? And, and the secondary, which we thought was going to be such a strength at the beginning, really was not. And that was an issue. The one thing that I've noticed that's really made a big difference, besides the fact that there is Marcus Peters and Jimmy Smith, and obviously they're, the way that they're able to cover receivers more, is the amount of pressure that they are able to get on a quarterback now. There was a big issue with that in the beginning. It felt like court, uh, quarterbacks had all day. And our defense just wasn't getting any penetration and any pressure up there. And now they finally are. Well, we'll get into it a little bit later in regards to Kansas City. That's the only team that I guess I'll just say because they have yeah. beaten the Ravens twice. That could be the mm -hmm. thorn in the side. Right now, it looks like one team is trending much more significantly than the other in regards to Baltimore, even though the Chiefs did win on Monday night. But I think we're both in cahoots here on the yay for the we Ravens being the best team in football. All right, what do you got for me here? Uh, the Miles Garrett punishment feels fair. You know, it it does feel fair. It, it feels fair in the fact that he's not going to play again this season. I guess indefinitely can mean that something could still happen into next season. But to me, as it stands, as we had spoken last week, all I said was, as long as everybody who's listening to this right now is understanding that he's not going to play the rest of the season... I'll be happy with that. And so that was essentially enough for me. We could nitpick the other suspensions that were made on the field. It's not even as important as what happened with Miles Garrett. And I thought right. the NFL acted swiftly there. And that was the right call. You, you just, I mean, you absolutely can't do that. Heat of the moment, whatever you want to say. Mason Rudolph, he started it, which anytime you're making an argument with he started it, that sounds like two bickering brothers and that never wins the argument. Right. So... That was it. I think, yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. Yay, yay, yay that he shouldn't play again this season, period. No, I couldn't agree more. And it's just something that the league cannot condone. And it's it's so uncharacteristic for Miles Garrett, which I think makes it unfortunate. And it's disappointing that that kind of did happen to him, especially a guy like, like Miles, who everybody says that that is just totally, like if you had to take somebody on that team that would have responded that way, it would not have been him. He would have been at the bottom of the list and so it's just kind of a bummer but it is something that's a it's a bad look for the league and it's something that they cannot condone allow so yeah it's the proper punishment unfortunately and my my one thought over the weekend was imagine had it been any other quarterback by the way I mean Mason Rudolph is a starting quarterback in this league but that's about all you can say about Mason Rudolph he's a starting quarterback in this league but there is a long list of quarterbacks that I think would have even been more of a resonating blow to everybody had that happened, I mean it, it was bad, and it was yeah, a quarterback. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let Mason. I mean, Mason Rudolph off the hook here either. The, yeah. Something, he, something weird transpired. Something he certainly was there. not an innocent 
victim he was in not this a bi- situation. He was not a bystander. There, were, no. there was a fight going on, but the fight was very one-sided. It was it was very one sided. Uh, All right, uh, Taylor, I got one for you. You're going to like this. The Colts, the current leaders in the AFC South, will indeed win that division. The Colts are going to be AFC South champions. Yeah or nay? So in the beginning of the season, obviously I predicted. You chose this. The Colts. You predicted the Texans. I, I did. Just and, looking at their schedule, it's really a toss up. It is. And I think the Texans are the better team. It just coming off of that loss last week to the Ravens, it doesn't look like it. But the Colts have the Texans, obviously, this coming Thursday. Then they have the Titans, the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Jags. And they very well could. I'm not really sold on either one of these teams right now, though. I'm going to say, just to, to piggyback on what you're going with, I'm going to stick with the Texans. I mean, A, that was my pick, so I, I just I, I feel committed to that. But on top of it, I think over the course of 16 games, I still think the Texans have the better quarterback. I think the Colts do have the better offensive line. Which I think that, if anything, this past weekend has proven that if you've got a good offensive line, you can do anything. That's what matters. You can do anything. It's true. You can have a bad quarterback with a good offensive line. Because if you're giving your quarterback all day and you're protecting him. Look at the difference with Jared Goff on Sunday night against the Bears. Jared Goff had just a little bit more time and he looked like the Jared Goff from last season. So that's, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, that I, I'm going to say, I think, I don't, I I think he, like... looked, he looked much better. He looked much more comfortable. He did. Mm-hmm. He looked, Goff looked more comfortable. I'll give him that. Bottom line is you think the Colts and I think the Texans for the AFC South. We're sticking with that. All right. What do you got for me now? Uh, the Vikings are better than the Packers. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. I love what Kirk Cousins has it's, done. It's been I a love. remarkable turnaround. And I think what both you and I, well, tell me if you agree. What I like is the way that it happened. Mm-hmm. I like that the receivers, both Thielen and Diggs, came out and said, this is not good enough. And Cousins responded in a resounding way. I mean, Cousins wasn't yeah. just a little bit better. It's, it I'm feels a big as Kirk as Cousins the fan, offense so. changed in that moment. There was a major pivot. I'm going to say, nay, the Vikings are not better than the Packers because I still think that the Packers are feared by more teams in the league. Yeah. I still think if you were talking about a playoff game And if you're talking about Lambeau what quarterback you're more Minnesota, scared of, and everybody still would choose Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and, of Rogers. course, the head-to-head, they've only played once, but the head-to-head right now is in favor of yeah. Green Bay. But it's at least worth the question right now because the Vikings— They're a playoff team, that's well, for that's sure. that's for sure. And the Vikings still potentially could have a better roster than Green Bay. When you go across yeah. the board, but I'm going to give the slight edge to the Packers still, although the Vikings have impressed remarkably. All right, Taylor, this one's for you. The Cardinals and the Seahawks have shown the vulnerabilities of the previously undefeated 49ers. Yeah or nay? Sure, they showed vulnerabilities but we have to keep in mind that Jimmy Garoppolo has not had his number one target George Kittle on the field with him and he had a career day and I'm not just tooting Jimmy Garoppolo's horn why would you I mean he's you know he's, he's an okay looking guy sorry no but like no on a serious note of course he always looks good but he had a career high day on Sunday and I think that for the first time all season he looked like uh, scary quarterback and he looked like a quarterback that was able to integrate other players like Dwelly 
And I think that his four touchdown performance, he had a couple couple interceptions, but that didn't matter. That's okay. Over 400 yards, four touchdown performance was huge. I'm going to go one step further with you. I'm going to flat out say nay. You can call it vulnerabilities. I'll say all it's done is force the Niners to win in different ways. In different ways. And frankly, they were winning with defense and with that incredible running game. And with Brita out of the game, they weren't rushing against Arizona on Sunday, and they won on the back of Jimmy Garoppolo. And guess what? When they got Jimmy Garoppolo, isn't this exactly what we thought was going to happen? Didn't mm-hmm. we think they were going to win all of their games this way on Jimmy Garoppolo? And the fact that they made it this far without even losing a game before last Monday night against the Seahawks, now it's on Jimmy, and guess what he's showing? He can also be the strength of this team. I think it's been even more impressive to watch them in these games, and even the game against Seattle, which they lost. Obviously, that was a tremendous back-and-forth game that could have gone either way that goes long into overtime and ends at the buzzer. So I'm sorry. I don't really see a vulnerability. I think the Niners are still actually the scariest team in football next to the Ravens. The I, Ravens. I truly right now, I think it's going to be a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. I don't, it's going to be disagree. just like the New Orleans. I don't, I don't disagree. We'll Ravens, see if the lights, Niners, see if the Bowl, lights go out again A very different quarterback duo. It'll have gone from uh, Joe Flacco and Colin Kaepernick to Lamar Jackson and Jimmy Garoppolo. Be a pretty so quite matchup. a different look. But John Harbaugh shows that he can do it with both with both quarterbacks, which I, is I'm very so impressive. In, I'm so impressed. But with before that. I get to the next, yes. yay or nay, give it to me, please. I do want to say that you are in a more casual look tonight. Still dapper, no. But amazing as always. Thank and the holidays so are almost here. And you know what that means. My favorite thing. Yes, gifts. Taylor wants gifts. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untucket shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. That's right. Untucket shirts That's always right. fall at just the right just length. He's standing right up to model, length. you guys. Look at this. Okay, this I see it. I see it. You see what's going on? Mm-hmm. Look, like the jacket is with No the matter shirt, his right size, length. so he looks casual and sharp. Uh, ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that That's way. Right. Thankfully, right. there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. I'm excited about that, and I am wearing my shirt untucked. I, I do sometimes I go tuck, and other times I go untuck it, and tonight I went with the untuck it shirt, and I'm glad you liked it. And it's a great gift for guys to give guys, like you said, too. Yes, guy, guys should buy guys clothes. We, we should understand what looks good, and we should be able to give that to our guy friends as well. So it is a great gift. All right, Taylor, what do you got for me here as we continue with the A or nay? I, I, I'm still so The impressed. Patriots offense is not good enough to get them back to the Super Bowl. <sighs> Yay or nay, the Patriots offense not good enough to get them back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to say I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say nay, too. I'm going to say nay because as, as quote-unquote bad as this offense was and mad as Tom Brady was about the offensive performance against the Eagles— you know what they did against a very good defensive team and a team that frankly felt like they were playing for their season at home? The Patriots offense did enough to get the job to win done. the game. And sometimes and it they takes... always do that except for one time this season. Okay, so the Patriots offense is, is good, good enough. enough 
certainly if there's one team in the league that doesn't have to be firing on all cylinders to get where they need to get at the right time of the season it's the patriots it's the patriots again and again and again and yes was it bad but it's not as if the it's not as if the eagles give up no fight whatsoever on defense the eagles have a good defensive front they were all over brady they had a good scheme that day and still the patriots did enough to win that game so i'm sorry if I'm they just can win waiting. that game is gronk going to come back i i don't I, I really don't think that's going to happen I love that it's, I love that it continues to be the talk late into the season, but I, I don't think that's actually going to happen. All right, Taylor, the Rams are still a dangerous playoff team, yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. That's it? I'm going to say nay. I didn't see enough. I, their offensive line, it's just, it's not that good. They, they looked They've I mean, got they were so many injuries. Night, they were but improved, but not good enough. Not elite. Not elite. It's it's sad to see what they went from to where they are now. And it kind of makes me believe that had Cooper Cup been on that Super Bowl team, I think that it would have been a different game. Well, and as it stands, that game was one possession. Obviously, it was a touchdown game for most of it. It ends as a 10-point game, but most of that game was just 10-3 waiting for the Rams. I don't to even know if the Rams are going to get into the playoffs. With, with well, the division like the 49ers and the Seahawks. We've talked about this numerous times, Taylor. It's a great point. I, I said it first that the Rams' issue is not even necessarily so much the self-inflicted issues on them. It's that the rest of the NFC is He's that really much better. LaFleur and Rodgers is better than we thought. Kirk Cousins in his second season with Minnesota obviously has them looking at the playoffs now as well. The Niners are better than we all expected. You know what else is interesting is I think that it goes to show that really the Patriots are the only team in the last 10 years that have been able to make it to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, and come back and still be a strong contender that following year. You don't see it with any other team that's been to the Super Bowl. Every other team... And obviously, I've watched the Eagles closely. You've watched the Ravens closely over the years. There's no carryover. It's only in New England that there's this carryover, which just it, seems, oh, we're going to roll out the same team. Incredible. And it's going to be even, even we watch the Chiefs on Monday night. Do the Chiefs look like the same team from last year? No, they're no. not having a record-setting offensive season. Mahomes is not the runaway MVP again. You don't just roll out the same team and get the same results. And it seems we're also brainwashed by what happens in New England but when you really boil it down and look at the league, every season really does start fresh. It helps when you've got an excellent quarterback that at least you can say we're starting at that point. But I'm sorry, it doesn't just happen the same. Mm-hmm. To think that the Ravens started with Joe Flacco as their quarterback last season, and now they've got an entirely incredible. different quarterback and an entirely different offense, and they're leading the league right now, and they're rushing for 200 yards a game. I, that's entirely different than the way they started last That's season. So credit to so John Harbaugh. It is. So for the Rams, again, I, yeah, I, I think they're buried. I do think that, that if the Rams were to get in because of the scheming of McVay, they could do something, yeah. but I think you're right. I think it's probably just at this point too much for them. All right, Taylor, what do you got for me? The Eagles will not be spoken of again. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say nay because they're going to be, frankly, because they have another game against the Cowboys that I think that we're going to speak about. I think at this point, though, and I've said this before, I think the Eagles at this point are just an extra on the DVD that's happening for another team this season. They are simply going to be a background bit character for somebody else's special story this season. That's it. 
What did you think? I mean, you're the Eagles expert. What did you think about Nick Foles? As far as the decision with Foles or Wentz, it was it was a very difficult spot for the Eagles to be in. But then again, they knew that they were committed to Wentz long term. They got they got more than they ever could have imagined to be squeezed out of what they had for Nick Foles. Performance last week for for what Nick Foles did for the Jaguars. I thought the start was tremendous with the touchdown pass to Shark. Mm -hmm. I thought, here we go. Here's vintage Nick Foles. And even in a game in which he does look good and throw for nearly 300 yards, they're not even in the ballgame. I mean, the Colts ran right through the Jags, so it's unfair to really say it it was about Foles. It It wasn't on Foles. And frankly, if the Eagles had a quarterback that threw for 300 yards on Sunday against the Patriots, they probably would have won that game. I mean, Wentz was not very good he was particularly bad on third down he was particularly bad on the final drive a lot of people say Aguilar dropped the pass in the end zone I don't think that was a drop that would have been a remarkable Willie Mays twisting catch for Aguilar on the back of the end zone I don't think it's about Wentz or Foles anymore Taylor it's a very fair question for you to ask because in Philly they they love to ask it every week and to see again that it's that team that it's the Patriots where everyone in their mind is thinking oh the last time we played the Patriots we're in the Super Bowl Foles a Super Bowl MVP and everything went right this offense is not there and Lane Johnson was injured I do think it is interesting because if you look at the Eagles schedule they have the Seahawks the Dolphins the Giants the Redskins the Cowboys and the Giants so it's not over the the problem Eagles they're second in the NFC East they're right in contention. It's here's what okay, and you know what I'll say to that? Gross. It's gross because I've watched this team and at five and five, they are exactly deserving of that record. Okay. Five and five. So will we speak about them again? Yes, we will, but I really think it's going to be because of who their opponent is, likely beating them and likely being a more interesting story. And I think this year, I think the Cowboys now are proving to just simply be the better team in the NFC East. I would be at this point shocked if the Eagles win the NFC East. I don't I just don't think there's too many little things happening that they can't overcome. Alshon Jeffrey's not playing, Deshaun Jackson's not playing, Darren Sproles is not playing, Lane Johnson is injured during the game. It's just I don't think they can sustain all of those paper cuts the way frankly their opponent this past Sunday can. The Patriots you take a piece away, a piece away, a piece away. Yeah. It's not pretty, but they know how to sustain it. I, I think the Eagles are still learning that, and, and that is all. All right, Taylor, I think there's one final one here that I want to give you because, frankly, on Monday night, I did think the Chiefs, it's another win for the Chiefs. It's the second game back for Patrick Mahomes. It, it was a win, although, again, like I said, it, w- it was not an impressive avalanche of offense, but... Taylor, the Chiefs are the second best team in the AFC, yay or nay? Yay. Uh, yay. I happen to agree with you. Uh, I mean, wh- and, and why do you think that? Because there's, you know, there's an argument that could certainly be made for, there's an argument that could obviously be made for the Patriots. I think the Colts and the Texans could be put into that argument as well. I like, I, I, I'm just not sold on the Patriots weapons right now. Tom Brady does not have anybody to go to. And Bill Belichick can craft as much as he wants, but at the end of the day, there's just really not much for him to work with. I, I agree with you. I've not been, I, again, I, I watched closely the Patriots this past weekend, and I've not seen the Patriots have that second gear yet. I still think they're going to be there in the end, but 
I believe, oh, I think they'll be there. I, I, I think the Chiefs, actually. I do think the Chiefs are going to be... I think the home be, field advantage is going to really, really help the Patriots. I still think the Chiefs have something for us. I, know, I think the Chiefs still have a, another gear and something special to give us when Mahomes is fully healthy. All right, Taylor, that was a lot of fun. It was. And thanks for dressing up again. I appreciate that. Uh, I decided to wear my untucking shirt. And you, I'm going to see you tomorrow at work. It's like you just can't get is, enough of me. This is kind of amazing. This is unprecedented. Kind of amazing. I'm excited. Maybe I'll bring you a hamburger tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be great. Oh All right. Gosh, uh, let's catch up. Need. It's happening like immediately. That's, <laughs> Less I, I, than 12 hours. Wow. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.